last time on Oz Hour. Okay, so last time they were leaving the Winkies to go back to the city of Oz. Um, and they met with the field of mice. They got they decided to go into the scarecrow's chest, and then after that they uh kept going and then they met the bug. Uh, really can't remember his name, and I just can't even think about it right now, so I'm just going to continue. And so they meet with him, and then they are going to Oz, and then they attack the ginger and all the women with mice because that's just the way to do it, and they all run away, and now they're there at Oz, and they're just like, hmm, what to do next? I don't know, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. Hi there, and welcome to Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be discussing chapters 18 through 21 of book two, The Marvelous Land of Oz. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. And joining us as always is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Hannah, you just covered the um, the previous chapters, uh, 12 through 17, in our last time on segment. Why? How long did it take her to complete that? That was about 48 seconds. Okay, 48 seconds. That's not so bad. Um, you did get most of it correct, but you did miss a couple of things. I just want to qu- clarify for the audience. Um, first off, Queen Ginger has taken Mombi the Witch as her chief of council. Um they were going to the city of Emeralds, not the country of Oz. Uh, the scarecrow uh, asked the mice to get inside <laughs> of him. They didn't just ta- ta- attack. Um, and then his name, the bug, is H.M. Wogglebug, T.E. Um, the H.M. is for highly magnified. The T.E. is for thoroughly educated. And he tells us his whole life story. Um, Ginger says that she's uh, that all of them are her prisoners and that she will kill them. Uh, and then after they scare her army out with mice, they surround the palace, forcing our heroes to escape in a flying gump that they bring to life with the powder of life. Okay, how is anyone supposed to remember that name? (laughs) (laughs) That's just like my main thing about it. Like, I just couldn't be friends with him. Well, better luck next time and find better friends. Thank you. Um, And yeah, sorry for confusing the country of Oz to uh, (laughs) the Emerald City. (laughs) Um, But before we started recording, Wyatt did whip up some cocktails. So what are we drinking today? Tonight we are drinking the Tin Woodman Plucks a Rosé, which will become relevant after a few chapters. Um, It is basically rosé, vodka, and some other accoutrements that it it'll we'll see how it tastes i'm gonna die <laughs> but you can find the full recipe and some maybe alterations to that recipe on our instagram at oz our podcast all right you want to do a slurp unfortunately <laughs> all <great>. right <laughs> book two the marvelous land of oz chapter 18 in the jackdaw's nest so the gump is back on the roof. He tried flying away and they called him back. So he's just chilling, but he's also like pretty freaked out. And he's like, this is the most quote novel experience I've ever heard of. Yeah. He, um, he has this squeaky little voice, which doesn't match his huge body. And he's, (laughs) basically telling them that the last thing he remembers is walking through the forest and being murdered. He just hears a loud bang and then blackness. Um, And then suddenly he's alive again with a horrible makeshift body that any animal would be ashamed to have. 
Yeah, he hates it. To and remind you, he's two sofas tied together with a broom for a tail and a dead elk's head. Yeah. As and says. palm fronds as wings. And palm fronds course. as wings. Um, palm, what's that? Like palm like leaves. Like palm leaves. Oh. But they're giant. Um, well, they're large. But it is. It's really weird. And I'm like, okay, so does it bring you back to life? If they use the powder of life on a taxidermied person would it become that person again like or i don't someone new yeah because this deer or mm. well it's he's a gump but you know he's That's like, like an a, elk. Have, you guys haven't seen that show severance no. but they there's like a thing with it where you forget everything you know about yourself to like be in this workplace and so you're mm. basically created a whole new consciousness that doesn't know anything about your prior self so you're basically like splitting your personality but that's what it would kind of makes me think of a little bit that's like interesting see i feel like if it was like that in this it would be kind of like demon magic shit but also it's really inconsistent because jack doesn't remember growing in a field yeah um the sawhorse doesn't remember uh, blocking a street it's (laughs) interesting it's just weird because yeah like the granted the the gump is the only thing that's ever been alive before and is brought back to life kind of. So I guess it's hard to compare it to like the other folks that have been brought to life, but it's still strange and disturbing. Yeah. But the gump is super disturbed and he's like, I don't even know, like, am I still a gump or am I something else? (laughs) He's like, what does this all Uh, mean? Like, yeah. What is the meaning of life? (laughs) Well, the scarecrow then gets in his face and tells him he's just a thing. Yeah. So not to worry about it. He's like, yeah, you're a thing with a capital T. You, and he's like, literally you just have a gump's head. Like that's it. You're fine. And the gump is like, okay. Yeah. Think scarecrow's, so experienced as being one years old <laughs> i know right. right yeah so the gump is like well thank god i'm not a gump because he's like made of two couches he he can't move his legs like he he's just like ashamed of like how he looks and he's like i'm glad that i'm not a gump that's fine i can keep my pride so he's like well and i'm also glad that you guys made me kind of shitty because it means i don't have to live that long in this state of like slavery to you guys so but he's willing to help. God, yeah, that's good. So the scarecrow asks the gump if he'll fly them through the air, and the gump says he'd rather fly so that he doesn't have to see like any other gumps on the ground and just <laughs> God, be just humiliated so about the way he looks. Yeah, he is, and I don't blame him. I mean, if you were brought back to life, but you just had a head and you were attached to two couches, a broom, and four <laughs> palm fronds, yeah. it's not a good look. A couple of episodes ago, like the scarecrow and Jack had like a I didn't ask to be alive off. Mm-hmm. And like the gump is the epitome of like, I did not ask to be alive. I, I titled the last chapter, Kill Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gump says that like looking at his new masters, he realizes like none of them seem to be made more artfully than himself because he's looking at like a pumpkin head, a scarecrow, a tin man and a sawhorse and a, a child. Yeah. He's literally just like oh, and a giant bug. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just like, none of you look right. On. Like none of you look right. So like maybe it's not just me. And they're all like, I mean, they all protest but like kindly like oh well i have brains and heart you know whatever i have to say l frank Baum really likes making a diverse group he does (laughs) yeah and it it, honestly to a fault because it's like it's just such a cast of characters it gets a little confusing so you're a what okay who's made of meat one of you (laughs) (laughs) where's the meat at but they all basically are just like, oh, well, we are we all look how we look or whatever. And like, you know, we're all proud. And like one day you're going to grow to love yourself and you can introduce yourself so nicely because you'll love yourself one day. 
And I think the Gump probably just doesn't buy that, to be honest. He's just really not impressed with anything they're saying. He's like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so how long do I have to be alive for you? <laughs> God, uh, yeah. He sounds like Gen Z. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but they climb on board the Gump and they tell him to take them south so that they can go see Glinda the Good and ask for some war advice. Yeah. And good for I have a note here. Good for them for saying, let's go ask Glinda for advice and not let's go ask Glinda for a heart, a brain, um, courage and to go home. Like they're like, like cause I think the Tin Woodman specifically is like, oh, like Glinda knows what to do. Like she'll be able to help us. Like she is so wise and brave, you know, whatever. So I, I'm glad that they've moved on from their like pity party that they usually throw for like magical people. As they're going along, what something that I find really interesting is that they never really call him the Gump. Um, they keep calling him the Thing, uh, which like they could at least think of something better than that. Um, Planes don't exist yet, though, so he's just a flying that's machine. That's true, but he's not a plane either. But it's like <laughs> don't create it, enslave it, and then remind it that it's nothing every chance that you get. That's yeah, kind of evil. It's pretty gross, <laughs> uh, but it is. It's a gross situation. Like, it would be almost insulting to be like, you're the, f- the flying gump, you know? Like, it's like. Honestly, I feel like that powder should be like more. It, it has to be more protected because we can't be bringing everything to life. Well, I know. It's being used very like. A child was never meant to have that exactly. in their hands. Yeah. Well, it's also really interesting because, like, for the gump, they didn't put it on his legs. So his legs are inoperable. He can't use his legs. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't they're specifically sprinkle about, it on yeah. everyone else's they're legs. Fucking, they're messing with these people that they're bringing to life. Yeah. I mean, fucking Jack is like, I'm going to rot and die. Yeah. He's literally terrified for his life. The sawhorse already lost a leg. You yeah. know, it's Ugh, just, and there's he had a his lot tail snapped off. He oh had a rod lodged into his spine. They've barely been alive that long. I mean, the worst thing that happened to the last group. That was it was things that was happening to them like they were being attacked. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. They were in hostile territory. All the bad things that have happened to these people is just because of the powder of life. I mean, not not (laughs) really, but But just how they were created. It wasn't thought it wasn't thought out. Yeah. No. Yeah. But that's why the stuff's illegal. Yeah. Honestly, that's (laughs) Um, why Mombi has it because it's like black market shit. But it is important to note, though, that. While they're flying, the gump is like, you know, I can't feel my legs. Like, it's weird. Like, I used to have legs. And Tip <laughs> Tip is just like, oh, like, they are asleep. We didn't bring them to life. Like, we only had a little bit left. And he's like, okay. Like, I, Great. he says, I begin to understand what you need me for. And it's like, yeah, uh, so I'll just focus on that. Oh yeah. God. The scarecrow and the woggle bug are like, yeah, you're meant to fly. You're not meant to walk. We can walk ourselves. We don't need you to help us fly. But it's like, birds can fly. Birds can walk. Yeah. Like, so can tiny little disgusting bugs. Are they just bugs. gonna like dump, dump him? When I they're wa- done? Well, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll if find, you recall, yeah, there was a big conundrum in the previous episode because they were like, "Oh, well, we we need Jack mm. to ride the sawhorse because he can't yeah. walk. Otherwise, we would just leave it." Yeah, which is like yeah. so that it can just sit in a field for the rest of forever. Yeah, yeah. until like rots, until bugs eat it, and termites. I guess. I mean, but that's literally Jack's biggest fear. Yeah, and oh god, and well, we'll get and there. Jack, speaking of Jack's fear, uh, yeah, of course, the as night usual, air. It's night time. Like, yeah. Do you think that flying through the air would make a pumpkin spoil? And the <laughs> woggle bug. <laughs> Who's the, asking that? The woggle bug, punny as always. Uh, I, I he's have like, this too. he's like, the only way that that would happen is if your head fell over the side. Then it wouldn't be a pumpkin; it would be a squash. Yeah. And Tip is like, didn't I tell you not to make jokes like that? Tip yeah. hates puns. I don't. I don't know why he gets so. 
mad. Yeah. Oh God. Wait, how old is Tip again? I think he's like nine to eleven. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing, <laughs> but I have I'll hazard They're twelve. They're doing that on purpose, honestly. <laughs> They're doing it on purpose. <laughs> it's it actually is interesting that they have such ambiguous ages because it doesn't need to be that way. It could have started with Tip is a boy who's twelve or whatever, but. But yeah, so Tip hates it. He throws a little fit. He scolds him. And then like the Wogglebug is like, oh, fuck, I know. And he's like kind of shifting and like, you know, kind of like ruffling his little, I don't know, petticoats. But then during this movement, he or the um, tin that has the powder of life falls out of Tip's uh, <laughs> jacket or pocket or whatever. And he's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's useless. It's done. Just throw it overboard. Throw it overboard since it's empty. And I'm like, oh, okay. How does, is there no littering in Oz? Yeah, I was about to what say. What the I know. <laughs> like, just because the box is empty, you want to throw it over it's the edge? It's an empty tin box. In yeah. The, yeah. During World War II, you would have gotten, like, a little badge for turning that into the war surplus, you know? When was this being written? Right. Not World War II, but still. And the Scarecrow's checking it out, and he's like, are you sure it's empty? Because, like, the bottom of the thing is here, but when you look in, the bottom's, like, an inch higher. Yeah. So, like, there's the a bottom's false, not the actual there's something bottom. Going on. There's a false bottom. Yeah. There's a false bottom. And, you know, <laughs> I'm a false bottom. <laughs> Been there before. But Okay, we're not even going to get into it. That's so funny. But. <laughs> it just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Okay. Okay, well, anyway. uh, but I don't fully understand how, and it doesn't really say it, but the Tin Woodman uses his finger. There's screws holding the bottom of the box together. So he uses his finger to unscrew the screws. Again, I don't know how. But it pops open <laughs> and there are three silver pills inside and they come out. And then they fall out into his hand with a little folded piece of paper that has three lines neatly written in red ink. Spoiler, the red ink does not come up later. I wrote it down because I was like, oh, I think that's going to be a thing. <laughs> it's not just red. Um, <laughs> but it reads. Dr. Nicodick's celebrated wishing pills. Directions for use. Swallow one pill, count 17 by twos, then make a wish. The wish will immediately be granted. Caution, keep in a dry and dark place. So that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> in that moment um it was also almost the inspiration for the drink today but i really couldn't figure out a way to make it work yeah. um oh, we could have put yeah. some well anyway it doesn't they're matter. like they're super excited to find these pills so, yeah. and like since the powder of life works so well they're like well th these are obviously going to work they come from the same guy yeah it's like you know that's their dealer they trust him um but the tin woodman asks how someone can count to 17 by twos since 17 is an odd number yeah and they're all like Oh no, we can't do it. And Jack Pumpkinhead starts crying. Yeah. He's like somehow, <laughs> somehow. I don't know how he's crying. I don't know what the there's like they tears. It could just be wailing, you know, like a keening. Are they seeds? But ew. I hope not. He's just squeezing seeds out. <laughs> That'd be actually really cute in like gunk. if there was like a claymation or something of a pumpkin that was crying and um, like he had little seeds coming yeah. out. Oh my god. That would be Halloween, cute. Yeah, maybe just, I'll yeah. do a crying pumpkin for my carving. Oh Ooh, yeah. Oh, that airbender worked out so well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but so he's crying. He's like, oh, I wanted to wish that I would never spoil, which I'm just like Jack, that's what you're gonna wish for. Like, there's so like the scarecrow. We even says, he's, "Yeah, the scarecrow is like, if we could use those pills, we're not wishing for that. We have three of them. We're yeah, not. We're not stupid. wishing that your pumpkin won't rot, Jack. Yeah. Um, which the scarecrow. I mean, not everything is about you. The scarecrow kind of has immortal privilege, but go off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at this point, night is approaching quickly, and it's just pitch black. There's a starless sky, and they're just 
out there. In They're it. just speeding through the air in yeah. total darkness. They can't even see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tip's like, but how are we going to know when we get there if we can't see anything? And the Scarecrow is like, you're right. Like, yeah, we might pass it. That's super sketch, but it's way too dark to land. We could land in a river or on a steeple, which I don't know what a steeple is in Oz since all of the roofs are domed, but it yeah. must just like be a spike that comes out of the middle of the dome. I guess so, actually. That's a good point. Well, a steeple, maybe it's just a tower. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, but it is interesting. But so he's like, oh, like, let's just like keep going. He's like, Glinda's Glinda is so far away. Like I made the journey before. It's so far. We'll, we'll be fine. So then the morning comes. Um, as behold. it usually does. And <laughs> Tip's fears are fully realized because he looks down and you know what all the houses look like? They got pointy roofs. Mm. And that does not exist in the land of Oz. In yeah. the land of Oz, everything has a domed roof. And they see these like super weird animals like walking around in fields eating grass and like making like kind of sounds and they're like what are these things are we even in oz i think we're in the real world well they they are they are well we assume they are yeah right oh crossover of a (laughs) lifetime i mean i guess in the first book we kind of were in the real world yeah because we're in kansas that's where dorothy lives but fairy creatures didn't go yeah and the scarecrow like they look down they're like oh "Oh, shit are they gonna find dorothy well the the scare the scarecrow is like oh the gump must have carried us entirely out of the land of oz and over the desert and into the terrible outside world that dorothy told us about like because they scared yeah based on what he knew or what they all know about the outside world it's not a fun place gray and dusty it's Mm -hmm. gray there's no magic there's poor people. It's dreary, etc. It's, it's dreary. dreary. Yeah, dreary lane. So Tip is like, "Hey, Gump, can you turn this thing around?" And the Gump's <laughs> like, "I don't know how." So we're gonna have to land and then start over. Also, he doesn't know how to turn this whole. Th- which okay, it's yeah. actually nice because the Tin Woodman is like the t- the Tin Woodman is literally like, you know what? He's right. He's never flown before. He's like an mm. elk and. He probably would kill us all on accident if we had him turn around in midair. And the whole mm. ride has been kind of rocky. We didn't mention it, but like early on, like they're like holding on. They're like, oh God, like they're, this is so rocky and awful. Um, yeah, they keep calling him a thing and then insulting the one thing that they designed. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, so they're like, okay, let's just like go keep flying until we can find a place that like we can like up where we're at, where we can land, turn him around and then just fly back the way we came. So okay. honestly, not a bad plan. Yeah. Um, this that makes total. St- my note is this makes sense to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they but, fly over the cities and there's nowhere to land because there's like buildings and they can't land into the street and they're confused and they're well, scared. They can't land yeah. on the roofs if yeah. they're all pointy. So oh. they find. Um, Sienna's not in this one. Um, <laughs> he doesn't live in this world. <laughs> they find uh, this kind of. Uh, it's like a table plateau. rock between two cliffs. Yeah. Up it's just on like, like up above a canyon. Yeah. They're okay. like looking up and they're like, oh, mountains. Great. And they get into the mountains and they're like, yeah, there's yeah. somewhere we can land it's like on the face of a mountain. Yeah. So they are like, OK, let's go ahead and descend. Like, we'll be fine. And so they're going to land on the mountain. But the gump fully misses. He doesn't oh know what he's God. doing. No, he he misses by a full body length breaks off his two right wings and starts to just tumble in the air like I'm head over broom I'm tail like picturing like just a plane and the engine going down all of a sudden it's quiet and just 
seriously. <laughs> and then the Lost theme song plays. Um, but the Gump ends up landing on his back. So like the open part of the sofa is pointed down this cliff and everyone goes flying. Yeah. But they all just fly out. Fortunately, it's just for a few feet and yeah, okay. they land it's... in a giant nest that's still dangling above certain death yeah but at least they're in this nest now but they're still like high up they're really high up like Mm. it it, it'll go on to describe they look down when you say nest so i actually have a quick trivia question for you um you know i love uh so (laughs) so what they land in is a huge jackdaw nest my question for you which is multiple choice is what is a jackdaw is it a a bird similar to a seagull. B, a bird similar to a crow. C, a bird similar to a chicken. Or D, a rodent similar to a weasel. So that's going to be either similar to a seagull, crow, chicken, or weasel. Okay. Um, so I guess how I will be looking at this question, because I have no idea what that is. Uh, and all I know from context is that it's a nest very high up. So I'm just going to eliminate the rodent just because it's high up. How are they getting up there? Maybe I, they can climb like the something. Process. Good deductive sure, reason. Whatever. Uh, I really will quick. Where do weasels live? Underground. Oh, okay. I think they burrow. They probably do. I, I feel like I that seems like a type of... They're either in oh. the sewers or they're in the dirt. So eliminating that guy, I'm going to eliminate a crow because they're kind of small. And what you're landing in, they're all landing in a nest. Yeah, for like It's a huge way up. Nest. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then it was a seagull. And what was the other one? Chicken. Ugh, no, it's not a chicken because chickens don't fly. Right. They can't fly that far. Okay. Because I have seen chicken run. Yeah, they don't. They can't fly out of there. My mom's chickens fly over her fence and into her, well, into the like main yard. Well, as we learned from Chicken Run, they can get over fences. Yes, yes. And Um, onto the roof sometimes. But anyway, it's not. They're they're crazy. They're crazy. (laughs) We watch Chicken Run tonight. Honestly, I love that movie. So that's what we will be doing after this. Um, So just by all of that, I'm going to say A, Seagull. Final answer? I don't know because seagulls are on the beach, you and we don't know where are. the mountains are. Yeah, but I'm just thinking pointy roofs. I'm thinking England. <laughs> <laughs> so they have seagulls in England, and we'll get to that. Okay, uh, but anyway, um, that's true. I'm gonna say a seagull. Uh, 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 Damn it! You were. It? It's a crow. Oh, it's so like tiny little it's always crows. The fucking crows. I know it's funny. Uh, I, I, I almost, well, I'm glad I put seagull on there because I think it was a that was the main thing that it I was like, that's gonna get you, yeah. Um, because I think it's realistic. But a jackdaw, based on my research, they live in well, there's two types some that live in like Asia, some that live in Europe and the UK. Um, but it's basically it's like a, a crow or a raven, it's just a little bit smaller. They look a little different, like you'd be able to tell what they are based on like a picture of them or like that they're different. But um, yeah, they're just there's like a crow. And I don't know if this is true in real life, but the nest that they're in is made by like a colony of jackdaws. So yeah. they must all nest together, oh, that's which why is so why big. the nest is so yeah, it's huge. Like, and we'll get to how um, many there are. But, but and they're oh like, my God, that's actually 
I'm the whole family's there. Yeah, or more than a, a community. <laughs> but it's interesting because something I was thinking is like, okay, well, if Jackdaws and it, well, now there's Jackdaws in the continental United States and Canada, but only since the year 1980, so 80 years after this. So back then they were only in the uh, in Europe and in Asia. So I'm like, well, then where is Oz located? If they flew south and they got to either Europe or Asia, that means they were coming from the north, which is what how like how long were they flying? And also, Overnight. how long was that tornado going that took Dorothy then? And what direction did it go? Oh, God, yeah, because she came what, from Kansas. It's gonna go to from, it's going to go over water? That's interesting because she flew. I mean, that actually makes it even more interesting, actually. Do you, you believe in magic? It is. It's just magic. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, that's what a jackdaw is, and they're in the nest. Yeah. And the Tin Woodman is like, okay, well, we can't really blame the Gump because he did his best, but like, we're fucked. Um, (laughs) The nest is perched several hundred feet up a flat wall of the mountain, and the wall continues to go down past him way farther. Um, Yeah. It's like a hundred, no, it says hundreds of feet either down a flat cliff and like above the gump it's also just like hundreds of feet up flat right. so it's like mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to climb up or down there's there's no, the scarecrow like edges over and he's like oh jesus like there's no way we're getting out of here yeah. and they're all just really sad basically yeah. the Wogglebug is like this is a worse prison than when we were stuck in the palace yeah. and we made this thing to escape <laughs> and mm-hmm. jack is like oh the air is gonna spoil my pumpkin head right and they're like <laughs> but the sawhorse is like it doesn't matter if like your head gets spoiled it won't or that won't matter because the jackdaws going to eat your head because yeah. they love pumpkins pumpkins on the menu tonight <laughs> they're yeah. cu- okay the yeah. sawhorse is just always me yeah everyone's out to get jack and the thing is tips like oh these birds are definitely coming back because like a this is their nest but also like look at all of this shit that they've brought here yeah they have a bunch of humans jackdaws are there. thieves yeah there's like little hum- okay like watches and okay, okay. handkerchiefs and also I was trash thinking, and like shit. fingers and like toes there could stuff. be some of that too oh. honestly it's a mixed money. bag I don't know. Ton i'm of like money. Yeah. i'm literally picturing i'm not even picturing a bird i'm like picturing a monster that's gonna come and destroy them <laughs> it's like it's like a crow but small and cute yeah oh. but but in a group it not could what be i'm bad. picturing yeah, but, but imagine they darken the sky <laughs> um, but the Wogglebug just like starts looking around because it's like there's trash but there's also treasures there and like on his little foot he his little curled up foot he like pulls up this like beautiful diamond necklace and the tin woodman is just like oh oh that's pretty yeah, he's like, like diamonds are a girl's best friend yes that's hey. literally that and he's like i want material that. girl Stop <laughs> <laughs> out of it <laughs> he is he is a material girl uh but he puts it on his neck and he loves it um but then suddenly the jackdaws are coming there's just this big cloud of birds and everyone is like oh jesus christ like they're gonna kill us all well they're like they're gonna kill us all but only the Wogglebug and Tip can be killed. And Jack's head. Yeah, um, like the Wogglebug and <laughs> just Jack. Just his head? What about his soul? Well, the Wogglebug yeah, and true. Jack. The Wogglebug and Jack are both literally bird food. Like a oh, yeah, pumpkin a bug and, and a, a pumpkin. Bug. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not. Um, so here's the plan. It's very similar to what they did in the previous book. The Scarecrow tells Tip to take off Jack's pumpkin and just go lay down in the nest with it. And the Wogglebug goes and lays down beside him. Then the Tin Woodman takes out all of the Scarecrow's straw except for in his head and covers them with it so they can hide from the jackdaws, just like they did from the bees. The bees, yeah. So it's literally the exact same thing. In the text, it literally says... strategy. 
I know, and it worked before. Uh, but the Tin Woodman in the or yeah in the book, it's like oh, like the Tin Woodman knew what was going on, so he yeah. immediately started disemboweling the scarecrow. Like he knew, like it's yeah. happened before. So. When in doubt, getting those guts. Yeah. yeah, I mean they yeah. Um, but sure. yeah, the Jack dolls come back they notice intruders in yeah, their nest and they swoop down with literal shrieks of rage the book says oh my god that's how it ends and that's how ah. we end chapter 18 they leave us on a cliffhanger <laughs> on a oh. ooh <laughs> nice you on like a cliff that? that's like fun that? <laughs> get her out of here I, I'm not doing this I'm not doing this <laughs> and they are in the Jack Dawes nest and Blake what would you call that chapter Um, I'm gonna call that chapter hannah's worst nightmare because yes. they're being attacked by tiny little crows <laughs> yeah. you guys yeah. think they're cute those are demons <laughs> uh, just like children <laughs> chapter 19 dr nicodick's famous wishing pills so this chapter starts <laughs> with l frank Baum telling us that the tin woodman was pe- typically a peaceful man but when he needed to he could fight like a roman gladiator no because the jack dawes are coming down hard like they're they are they're here to kill like they're literally here to kill they come down on the tin woodman he's just swinging his axe around he's (laughs) whirling it around like it's a mace or something it's crazy he hits a lot but there's just so many yeah Um, it's yeah he's like he's hitting a bunch of them but there's just so many that he can bear like it's barely making a dent uh, they're tr- during this time. They're also trying to peck out the Gump's eyes, um, but they're made of glass because he's taxidermy. Yeah, same so, with the sawhorse. They're trying to attack attack the sawhorse, but it's like, yeah. oh, th- also, he's nothing. The oh sawhorse is upside down still from the crap from like the wreck of them yeah, doing yeah, he's that. Just on his so back, he's just he's hitting the fuck out of him. He's beating the hell out of those jackdaws. So but, he's having fun. Yeah, he is. He's he's been waiting for this. But then they go over to where the scarecrow's straw is covered the boys oh, no. and they start taking the straw <gasps> and just literally throwing it out of the nest no. like picking it up flying away dropping well, it well I mean honestly good thing they're actually it's not straw I guess but I was like they can just use the straw from the nest that well, well yeah, it's more like sticks yeah, yeah. whenever you see it's a nest it sticks did they know that the straw was from the scarecrow. Did they understand that that was his feeling? On- Did they were that hurting that was his him? Skin. <laughs> like I I honestly, they're, they're think... picking up his skin and throwing it overboard. Yeah, yeah. I think they were just honestly tripping. And they're yeah, like, ah! I, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're not in Oz anymore. Yeah, these are real yeah, these animals. Are normal, but they're not like people we can, or they're not just like animals that can be like. Hey, so this is like the situation. We just like landed here accidentally and explained <laughs> to them what's going on. These are just animals that are like my home. Ah! I've seen hummingbirds attack a hawk before. Oh okay, my God. So. I don't know if they knew that like Tip and Jack Pumpkinhead were underneath the straw and that's why they started to try and uncover it. But either way, the scarecrow was freaked the fuck out and he's just screaming for Nick to come and stop them. He's, he's just like, like, save me, Nick yeah, Chopper. Please, Nick Chopper, please. And hearing his lover scream for his hand mm-hmm. it gave nick chopper a, a renewed energy and he started yeah. fighting even harder yeah. his, yes. it says his axe was just flashing around like you couldn't even oh see it It was just God. streaks of, of silver that's um, so cute but they were still it was still really like it wasn't going that well but yeah. then the thing who 
the gump, the thing, who's, you know, stuck with his eyes being gouged out. He just starts to beat his two remaining wings, and the birds start to freak the fuck out. They're like, oh my god, that's huge wings. Like, they know what the sound of wings is. And they're like, oh, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then, actually, no. <laughs> he dislodges himself from where he's at. So he falls the remaining, like, eight feet or whatever down into the nest, and he just keeps thrashing around. And the jackdaws are even more freaked out. And so they just, they're, they got to get out of there. Yeah, they flee the scene. And everyone's like, yay, we're saved. Hooray. Great work, everyone. We're <laughs> so lucky. There's always just some weird we're... shit that happens that they're like, okay, yeah, everything's okay now. Yeah, but here's the <laughs> thing. It's definitely not this time because the scarecrow was ahead. Yeah. All, his guts have just been thrown out of All the nest. All this left is his clothes and head. Also, Jack oh, was no. trapped under the jack, or not under the jackdaw. He was, Jack's head is trapped underneath the things like sofas, but it's un- unharmed and okay. Tip goes in and grabs the head and puts him back on the body. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. And um, the Tin Woodman runs over to the scarecrow's little oh. head and he's just like, oh my God, like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He's like my poor poor friend yeah. said the tin woodman. And, and the wogglebug's uh, like he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just needs to be stopped. But yeah. he can't fuck him anymore. Well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> he needs a body. Yeah, he needs he just needs a mouth hole. <laughs> wow. Well, he doesn't he's never had that. Well, we can make one. All right. But the Wogglebug is like looking around. He's like, hey, there's just a bunch of money in this nest. So like we can just use that to scuff, stuff the scarecrow. And sure enough, there are ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, five hundreds, one thousand. It's everywhere. all the dollar bills. It's full These of money. These jackdaws have been saving up. They've yeah. been stealing money. And so they're like, okay, we'll just use that to, to restuff the scarecrow. Okay. Yeah. And um for some reason, they like collect it and and they start they sorting sort it. it out. So like the scarecrow's left leg and boot were stuffed with five dollar bills. His right leg was stuffed with ten dollar bills. His body was filled with fifties, um, and hundreds and thousands. Also, it says dollars. Is that U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, or Australian dollar? It's just a thought experiment. I just wonder. Yeah, that's true. Because it would also be indicative of where they ended up. Yeah, I don't really know if L. Frank Baum personally ever left the country. Yeah, does he, he must have know known. that there's other currencies? He must have stuff. known of other currencies. I but... wonder. I mean, news hmm. does it. It does get around. That's right. true. They could have somehow. Found, well, like, I mean, he's change, but he's a very early American. I mean, people were still coming to America yeah. from Germany. Yeah, and, and he Europe probably and... Kn- knew a lot of immigrants or people. That are there, I mean, there's so many people that aren't from the U.S. Absolutely. coming in. So, th- yeah, That's he probably knew. He probably knew. So there. What did he mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to know what we that can't have means. a little. You can't like just like tell us. <laughs> you have to keep it a mystery. Jeez. Either way, though, the exchange rate is pretty similar. So it's a lot of fucking money. Like it is a lot it's, of money. It's they pounds stuff of money. Yeah. Um. But they try to think of a way to get out of the nest, and the scarecrow says, "Like, hey, let's use the pills." Um. Yeah. The Doctor Nikidix magic wishing pills, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and the Tin Woodman says that since the Wogglebug is thoroughly educated, maybe he can figure out how to count to seven by twos. 
Um, the, <laughs> the Wogglebugger's like, we didn't cover that. Yeah, because <laughs> that's impossible. Because like math is X's and Y's and A's and pluses and minuses, but I don't know odd numbers counted yeah. by even numbers. And the scarecrow's like, oh my god, shut up, shut up, shut up, yeah. shut up, shut up. And like, actually, I just asked you to do one <laughs> yeah. thing, and if you can't do it, then just say that. Yeah, just tell me because I I don't need a whole do. fucking history and lesson. Even oh. Tip is like, Mombi does Mombi didn't, didn't go to go school. To school. Yeah. yeah, he's like, Mombi couldn't do that shit, so it has to be simple. Mm. Like, we are making it too complicated. And then, of course, because who else would it be but the sawhorse? And his wealth of knowledge. Is like, oh, it's easy. Just start from one half. So then it's It sounds like it means half. nothing, right? It sounds like it means nothing, right? It does. I'm like... Okay. But then you count. Are you going to finish? One half. <laughs> one, three. What's or next? Five, seven, five, nine, yeah, 11, odds. 13, 15, <laughs> 17. I can only count by twos, it's, damn it. It's it's interesting. I It doesn't make sense to me, but the way they just explain it, and they're in, also in this moment, the whole crew is like, oh, that's how to do it. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, they're just going yeah. off. Apparently, like, the Riddler is a witch in Oz. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Because basically, though, if you're counting, the way that I'm, and this is just like my full interpretation, and the final word on this is it's madness, but they're counting by twos. So if you start at point five. Two of those is going to be one. And then if you switch to counting by ones, then two of those is two. So if you start with 0.5, you can go 0.5, one. Switch to ones. It's going to be plus two. So that's three, five, seven, nine, 11, 13, 15, no, 17. No, exactly. It's complete and utter madness. But I don't even know what you said the last like two minutes. That's fine <laughs> because no. it doesn't make any sense and your Thank brain you. would be damaged by what it, it is. It already is damaged. But they've but solved they do the it. riddle. They're like, <laughs> they're like, okay, we're going to take the pills this way. And Tip suggests that the scarecrow do it. And the scarecrow's like, my mouth is painted on. I don't have any <laughs> organs. I don't yeah. have a way to swallow a pill. It's connected like, have you to fucking nothing. looked at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you and the woggle like, bug are the only yeah. ones who can take these pills. And all you have the, mouths and stomachs. All the yeah. while that the scarecrow Your is guts. saying this, his head is just like laying on the cliffside and yeah. he's just looking up and he's like, he's like I don't have a mouth. Tip, yeah. Tip wanted a head to take a pill. I didn't even think yeah. about that. It's just, it's, it's, it is madness. But, but in the Futurama. <laughs> Tip is just like, okay, fine. Like, I'll I'll do it, and he asked for the silver pills, and so I don't even have this in my notes, but I remember it because it was kind of gross. But the tin or the scarecrow is like, oh, I'll give it to him, but his hands are so plump with money that he can't even handle the pills. So he just like hands in the tin, and Tip picks one out, but he swallows it, counts to seventeen by twos, as we described. Um, and before he can make any wish, everyone's like, oh, wish, make the wish, whoa, wish, 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 but wish. No. He's he's assailed by stomach cramps. His stomach, like he, it's actually kind of disturbing to think about. Like if you imagine it in reality, because he falls to the ground. He's in like contorts in pain. Well, now he's, he knows how women feel. He's screaming. He's like <laughs> once a month. Literally, he's like fire, murder, pain. The, oh, he's, like he's please literally help me. He's not exaggerating. Tip literally screams fire, murder. Like yeah. he is in. That's how he curses. Yeah. He's, what? He's so in such pain. I've been poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> like you say when you're dying. Yeah, those the, are all the, the things I'd be saying. The Tin Woodman's crying and he's like, can we do anything to help you? And Tim's like, I don't know. I just wish I never took that pill. And then he's fine. Oh my God. And he's a baby. He's just a little kid. He's a little kid. He is. Yeah. He's quite That's young. That's actually really. Which 
it is. It's disturbing. Like a kid who's like oh, literally feels oh, like they're dying. Tim Woodman's cares so much. I know. He's I got know. A lot of love. Well, actually, crying. that comes up later to where it's like annoying. Um, I always knew that but, the Tin Woodsman was my favorite. But on the bright side, Tip says the words I wish, and that pills out of him and back in the scarecrow's yeah. hand. He's all of a sudden fine, and they look in the tin or in the box, and there's three pills again because he he wished he never took it, and then it's gone. Yeah, so, which is convenient, but it also just makes sense. That just makes sense. So that's how they. Is it okay? Is it unlimited? Well, it's well, only you, unlimited if your wish is that you hadn't taken it. So, yeah. Therefore, they're not down a wish. They're not because okay, okay. as if he nothing. never took it, but they still have the same amount they always had. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But Tip is like, well, fuck that. I'm literally there. I I will never have another one of those. I can't do it. Like. I'm between the ages of And who's nine the other one that can take it? The, the Woggle, Woggle Bug. Because he has a mouth. And so the Woggle Bug is like, okay, I'll do it. And he just swallows and he counts. He does the thing. But he doesn't feel any pain. And it says in the book, like, probably because, like, he's not a little child. Like, he's a bug. He has a completely yeah. different physiology. Honestly, why did they think that Tip should be the first one to take it anyway? I know. I They're know. putting a lot of stock in children overall. Children weren't children but back then. They were oh, that's basically true. adults. Tip could do anything. He can. He made a he made a pumpkin head. He's a father. Fortunately, though, I'm yeah, Tip is a father. He's a father. Um, <laughs> but fortunately, um, the Woggle Bug, he wishes that the Gump is in full repair and they turn and look at the gump, bam, back in perfect working yeah, order. Totally normal. And then they're all like rejoicing, and that's just the end of the chapter. And okay, well, that. Uh, okay, but well, what about the scarecrow? Oh, oh, well, they stuffed him with money. Oh, yeah, he, they stuffed him with money. So then he's just okay now? He's yeah, fine. He just needed filling. He's much heavier. They were being really dramatic rather than looking for a solution. They were just like, oh, no. Yeah, it's that, like, w- I was worried. It's like he's stuffed with money, which is actually probably going to go a little further than the straw. Actually, like, yeah. it's yeah, not going to fall it's in the spots. At least a little. It's not going to mold when it's in the damp. Yeah. I'll show you that. If he falls true. in a river, he's fine. That was chapter 19, Dr. Nicodick's famous wishing pills. And Blake, what would you call that? I would call that the ending of the Gump's Ang-Wish. Chapter 20, the Scarecrow appeals to Glinda the Good. So it's getting dark again, soon. I mean, it's, it's still like the late afternoon, but they're like, you know what? We don't want to set out because yeah. it's going to get dark. Let's not fly through the night again. We all have trauma. Yeah, let's just <laughs> leave in the morning. So they're just chilling out there for a while, basically. And they're just picking through the nest and, you know, they're finding little treasures. I Gold bracelets, pocket watches, rings. The scarecrow I mean, puts on a bunch of wings. And the scarecrow even says, he's like, this nest would be a picnic for Queen Ginger since yeah. all she wanted to do was rob my fucking kingdom of its uh, jewels. Yeah, throwing some shade. Yeah. Even though he, he doesn't even want to be king. <laughs> but but yeah, they decorate themselves with jewelry. Like even the gump, they put some like little like gold on his antlers. Um, and the next morning, the jackdaws are coming back. <gasps> oh my God. And everyone's just like, no, we're not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> they <laughs> they just jump on the gump. gump. Yeah, you got to yeah. go. No, not again. Like, they're no, just like, didn't like go that. north. <laughs> yeah, next, next, I mean, they're going to be taking all their money back. Yeah. And the jackdaws are like, oh, okay, well, they're gone. They just so wanted their nest this back. Is our nest. Mm. It makes me feel Fine. bad for the jackdaws because they well, literally they just came back to their nest. And then yeah. they've been robbed yeah. yeah yeah it's and they have been granted they can't use any of that as and currency, honestly but. like 
you know, they should be allowed to attack people that just invaded their nest. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? Oh, Absolutely. I mean, the jackdaws in Florida. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just saying. The jackdaws didn't do anything wrong. But uh, they they're wild animals. They're not men with guns. They don't um, know any better. Um, but but fortunately, we fly back into Oz. Yeah. Uh, we start to realize that there's dome-shaped houses, and they are blue. And that means that we are in the land of the who? The, the Munchkins. Munchkin. Yes, yes. Uh, so, but they don't know if they're moving in the right direction. They're like, okay, we need to go south to Glinda, but like we're in the east where the Munchkins. Yeah, the are? east. Yeah, yeah so well, we're in the just, east with the Munchkins, but we don't know if we're going east, west, or they, northeast. They thought they went due south, right. well, southeast or northeast, or east, west, or east, east. You can't do east, that. East. If it's east, east, it's just east. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucked myself up for a minute there. But we got confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they were a little confused because they were like, well, shit. Like, if we're in the land of the munchkins, we can't land in the Emerald City to turn around and go do. Their, th- their thought process is, okay, if we get to the Emerald City, we can stop turn south and then go to glinda but they obviously can't go to the emerald city so they're like well god damn it what are we gonna do and they just basically keep flying trying to figure out what to do well and the, um the woggle bug is like well why don't we just take another pill to sh- wish our way in the right direction and everyone's yeah. like great idea which i actually disagree with you're down to two pills i don't understand That's why you, you can navigate to- better they're than just using in- pills yeah, they're in oz they don't need to take yeah. a pill you don't need to do um, all that but you guess what it for something else they don't get to take the pill because the fucking scarecrow left the box in the nest. We don't have any more pills. We're done with those. Yeah. That's just, wow. It so feels a whole like... chapter based on something that's just left behind. <laughs> yes. It's like full throwaway. Like, like, why did that have to happen? Like, welcome none to the of China Country Volume 2. Yeah. It's Wait, like. What was even their last? What was their wish? Okay. Well, it one was... of the wishes was like, I don't want this pill anymore. Right. Yeah. But then They're... they wish to repair the gum, which yeah, is which is right. the only way they that got out helpful, of it. That was helpful. Yeah. But the situation that led up to that necessity was manufactured by the same person who made the pills up, which is L. Frank Baum. And I'm like, <laughs> none of it had to happen. They could have done it a complete... I think it's a fun interlude to go into the real world, get stuck, and then have to fly back, sure. Yeah. But I like, mean, he does love a bird moment. Frankly... Do- and crows. Honestly, and relatives. Mm-hmm. It's book two. I think it would have been cool if we went into the real world in a later book and we spent a lot more time. And there. we might. I just would have liked to see, like, like when I said, I was like crossover, mm-hmm. and then what we just we cross over with some fucking like, birds. Dorothy being like, "What are you like doing two here?" Seconds. Yeah. yeah, but um, it was a little bit throwaway. But yeah, the scarecrow loses the peel, the pills, and he's super embarrassed and mad at himself. But like everyone's chilling because they're back in Oz, so they'll be able to find their way south eventually. They're all grown adults except for Ted. But then they look down mm-hmm. and they're like, a Tip looks down specifically and is like, whoa, actually everything down there is red. So we must have been somehow oh. going in the right direction. Oh, good. Oh, Which good. it's very like, okay, so it's just working out. What was even the point? Well, I don't know. It, it brings the question a lot of like, what's the points? Like in response to what you said, Wyatt, like all L. Frank Baum had to do was give them one pill. Like, he didn't yeah. need to give them three pills and then waste ten pages of the book talking about how they lost the other two. They could have just had one from the beginning yeah. and then found their way south because they grew up in Oz and they know where the fuck it's, places are and in Oz. also, there's, like, no consequences either because everyone is just like, oh, that's fine, Scarecrow. We actually don't really care because we can just do whatever. And it's like, uh, yeah. I think that would change a whole, like, like 
I would be fucking pissed. Yeah, I'd be like, we oh. have to go back. We and that would be like a whole other situation we've or all, a way that I feel about the scarecrow now. We've all felt a little angst at somebody during a road trip before. Yeah. I, that would absolutely be like, you forgot the pills? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. I mean, we're talking about it more than he did. And yeah, I fucking, I'm mad about it. Um, but they land in Glinda's garden at her palace, which oh. is, it's beautiful. It has a fountain that instead of water sprays gems that like tink. That sounds like I was saying gems, like where you could work Gem out. Gemstones. Okay, good way. Okay. So they land in Glinda's garden, which is beautiful and has like a fountain that instead of water pl- sprays gemstones that like tinkle this nice sound as they like hit the marble basin beneath i've been there before oh well then you'll know it's a (laughs) beautiful garden like it's also just generally it's super pretty and they look around and they're surrounded by an all-woman army who is holding spears and threatening them yeah so not not of course it's just never ending it's it's not the army (laughs) of revolt no it's not the army exactly it's a it's like so we have several women armies all the all of Glenda's army is women. Yeah, but these, everyone in the South is female. Yeah, Frank These women, they have neat uniform. They have they have spears that are like silver tipped and swords. Their marching is on doing point. it in a classy way. They are so well trained. Like it's like they're so well trained in the art of war. Like it's like scary. Like they're they're just like on point. And it's just like again, it goes to they go. Hand to Glinda, you know, hand to yeah. Glinda. So I just really, I, I know I've said this before, but I really do just want to say how much I love the women. Like, there's just so much like women empowerment in these books, and it doesn't even seem like it's on purpose because of when it's being written. Yeah. You know, it just, he's just writing that for some reason. I don't know. Well, he, he is a total feminist. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like in a time when like that shit wasn't popular. Different. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. is like, he believes in the things that he's writing, but he's writing to an audience that is like from a different time. So like yeah. when he's making jokes about like, Oh, all the girls just want to gemstones. He's writing to an audience, well, but in the end, the women are powerful and the, like and the message nice is clear. Well, and, yeah, they do. And, and the audience, <laughs> What's that he's, wrong with that? the audience that he's writing, to is little girls he's writing to child girls to children so i mean he's actually empowering young female minds which is awesome um but they're surrounded by glinda's army and glinda's personal bodyguard recognizes the tin woodman and the scarecrow from like the last book and like says hello and is like by the way glinda's been expecting you and (laughs) tip is like that's fucking weird but the scarecrow's like, no, that's not weird actually at all because Glinda's like an incredibly powerful sorceress, and yeah, she knows more about what's going on than Oz than anyone else. Yeah. Like she just knows, all knowing. Yeah. So they they go to meet Glinda. They enter the throne room and they all bow. And Glinda's like very interested in the strange new creatures that she's seeing because she's like, what the f- is that a Jack pumpkin head and a. I mean, yeah, which so is I'm like, how much did you? Yeah, know, exactly. It, but so that was a comment I had was like, well, how much? Yeah. How much did you know if you're surprised? But also seeing it is different and what than exactly knowing. is she? Because when I'm thinking of when a witch is seeing something, I'm thinking of like the movie where the the one, w- the bad oh, the witch, witch. It's like a crystal um, ball kind yeah, of deal. It's a crystal ball. And she's able to see them and everything. But if she's not able to see them. 
Is she just being given visions into her mind? Well, it doesn't ever. <laughs> you'll we'll never really have an explanation on that. I guess that's um, true. later there will be a princess named Ozma that is in the book series, mm-hmm. who like she has a way of like seeing things that well, they describe. But Glinda's way of seeing everything is never described. They're also, like, spoiler: in yeah. future <laughs> books, Glinda does have a magic book that writes history as it happens, so she can read what's happening uh, anywhere. Oh, that's I right. don't know if that's related that's to what's happening here. I don't think that he thought well, of that in this moment. Similar actually does happen here. Well, that um, would yeah. make sense if they're so not like, seeing it. The Scarecrow was like telling Glinda like everything that's happened so far and why they came, and like literally everything he says, she's just like, I know, I it. know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. It's like, like, okay. Sure. So then taken, can we cut to the chase? <laughs> yeah. So um, let me just get to the finish here. But yeah. She asks the scarecrow because he's like, well, will you help us overthrow Ginger? And she asks the scarecrow what right she has to oppose Ginger when Ginger's been pro- proclaimed the queen by yeah. the people, you know? Um, and the scarecrow says that Ginger stole the throne. And Glinda's like, okay, well, how did you Where get Where did the you throne? get it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And the scarecrow is like, oh, well, we the- love a devil's hat. <laughs> it's true. Well, and it's a good point because the scarecrow is like, oh, well, like the, the wizard like gave me the and crown. The choice of the people. And the, the, the it's people like, you know, didn't the wizard me. just like disappear in a hot air balloon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then Glinda's like, well, where did the scarecrow get the crown where did the wizard from? Get it? Or, sorry, I'm sorry. Where did the wizard get the crown from? And the scarecrow's like, oh, he, he took it from, from the, the former king, uh, P- Pastoria. So Glinda's like, well, then doesn't the crown belong to Pastoria? No. Maybe. But Scarecrow's like, well, Pastoria's been dead for years. And Glinda's like, well, Pastoria had a daughter and she's the rightful heir to the throne. Oh. Did you know that? That's literally what she says. Well, before the second book, we didn't even know who Pastoria was. Yes. Right? <laughs> this is all new it information. Didn't exist. Um, also, I don't know. Not until we started describing the way this conversation goes did I realize how like kind of condescending it is on Glinda's part. But also, no, I'm picturing her as like Jessica Lang, just like, yes. well, how did you come to get the throne? Yeah, yeah. she's like she yeah. knows where she's ending this conversation mm-hmm. and she is controlling you to the end, which I respect because it's a it's a very good thought process process to point out she Scarecrow. had a plan already before yeah. they got there oh well, i'm she sure knew they were coming exactly. yeah um but yeah glinda's like or the scarecrow's like oh a daughter like where's the daughter like we'll give the throne yeah. back to her to like, his credit yeah he's like i'd be happy for her to rule like i don't even like yeah, it that he's much sick of it he's over he it is yeah uh and yeah he's just like oh like i just want ginger to be like overthrown because she took it illegally she's evil he's just mad at ginger he kind of is but it's also nice he's like well like who's the daughter what's her name let's figure it out he wants the city of emeralds ruled honestly so he doesn't care if it's him he doesn't care if it's ginger he's like let's get ozma i don't care and glinda's oh well sorry i buried the lead that's the name (laughs) (laughs) glinda says her name is ozma and that the wizard had her hidden away after he defeated Pastoria, and he had a charm cast against the princess so that no one would ever be able to find her. Well, it's interesting because, like, it also is a huge, like, like we said earlier, plot hole ish. It is plot hole because yeah. the wizard was supposed to have built this city by himself, or like yeah. with the it people of Oz. It's his city. Yeah, if look- it should. If if it was based on the first book, it would be his city. But apparently, like. but there now was there's questions before and, him, and, and also, the wizard overthrew Pastoria because yeah. and he's evil. he used magic to make her disappear, supposedly. Yeah. But there's a few other things. Yeah, that like happen the or that are important. Bug. Yeah. 
he he gets into an argument with the scarecrow and the chin woodman about the wizard being a humbug and they're like no he was real because like he gave us a heart and a brain and he did all the magic and it was a big deal and yeah ozma's like insane because they know they were there when it was they were in the scene when it was revealed to us, the reader, that the wizard is not a wizard. He's just a man and he's a complete humbug. And he was like lying like, and everything. That is, they were there for all of that. Yeah. And now when the Wogglebug is like, but I thought he was a humbug. They're like, no, no, he's not a humbug. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But um, the good news is Glinda doesn't really give a fuck. And she's like, at any rate, it really doesn't matter. I have a book that has details from all of my spies about all the wizard's actions. And so I'm just going to look at that tonight yeah. and we can just reconnect tomorrow and mm-hmm. discuss. Yeah. So they're like, <laughs> she's all an right. executive. Let me do my homework. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she's like, so I'm going to go read for the rest of the night. I will night. have a rebuttal tomorrow. Yeah. You guys <laughs> yeah. just make yourselves at home. See you tomorrow. And um, they do. And then they do. And then the next day, Glinda says uh, she read the book and she could only find three suspicious things about the wizard in it. One, he ate beans with a knife. Two. That is a little strange. Like yeah. just a knife? I'm well, sorry. I That's what I'm I imagining. I pictured a knife and fork like he cut his beans. I imagine knife and fork like this episode of Tom and Jerry where they cut a bean into like five little steaks and then oh, the mice eat it. Yeah. I, I think I that's from like 1940. That for some reason. I know. I don't know why. That's like a weird memory yeah. in there. Yeah. It's intrusive. <laughs> anyway, though. But, so, so, but now I think maybe he did just eat it with a knife. Who knows? He eats his beans with a knife. However, he does that. Um, oh, okay. Well, this is adding time. But in the movie, the wizard is presented as that like carny guy who which he actually is like a carny in the book too maybe he's used to just like prying a can of beans open with a knife and then oh, just, and then just like it eating it knife. out mm-hmm. well that makes um, sense actually i've done that before <laughs> um <laughs> sorry so the first suspicious thing about the wizard he eats his beans with a knife second he had three private meetings with Mombi. And the third suspicious thing, he limped slightly on his left foot. Now, everyone finds different parts of this suspicious. It's, he has, wait, would say the last one again. He limps on his left foot. So he met with Mombi three times. Mm-hmm. He ate beans with a knife and he limped on his left foot. Which of these is Which more suspicious those? to you? There's, the Mombi. Yeah, there's this strange interchange where they're like, oh, well, this is strange. This is strange, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they finally decide, okay, yeah. the wizard was... N- and apparently, the wizard was known to have taught Mombi many tricks of magic. So it's likely yeah. that he was, she was helping him, he was helping her. Namely, that she was hiding Ozma for him, so that she basically, so that she couldn't be que- crowned queen of Oz. Because mm. in theory, the Wizard of Oz was like, "Shit, I'm taking over this city or this well, yeah, city." Like, if the real princess is discovered, she'll take the throne for me, so I'm going to hide her well, away. Do you think the first book was almost like a, like, this is what we're telling you, but this is actually the truth of what you're getting now? I think oh, that would be interesting. I think that's super cool. That's a good I think, interpretation. I think it's giving him too he much was, credit. Yeah, he wasn't actually thinking <laughs> yeah. that. It okay. was, I, think that's I, do, a, I think that's super That's cool. generous, yeah. but I like that idea that it's like, you're hearing this It's like, this is what we're being told from someone, but now we're actually getting yeah. the truth the, of the it. The Mythology oh. is that he came and built the city from the mm-hmm. ground, but in reality, he came and somehow and through maybe what, magic. Yeah, and you're seeing maybe from like the perspective of now the scarecrow and what he thinks of, because obviously he's like out here defending him for some yeah. reason. Yeah. So Glinda's like, 
tomorrow morning at dawn, we will march on the Emerald City. Uh, we're going to take Mombi as a prisoner, and we are going to force her to tell us what she did with the Princess Ozma. Yeah. And that's how the chapter ends. Yeah. Oh. And, well, and this isn't even important, but Tip is like, oh, she's a terrible old woman. Like, she's obstinate. She's awful. And Glenda is like, well... Actually, I'm quite obstinate myself. Yeah. Uh, she says with a sweet smile. I she's like, that. That so was cute. I'm not fucking worried about Mombi. Like, I'm gonna make the preparations I need to, and tomorrow at daybreak, we're gonna go. And that is the end of chapter twenty, which is entitled "The Scarecrow Appeals to Glinda the Good." And Blake, what would you call that chapter? The truth about the wizard. Chapter 21. The Tin Woodman plucks a rose. That's named after our drink. Or a rosé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Glinda's army assembles outside of the gates at daybreak. Um, Glinda's army is way more badass than Ginger's army. They've got great uniforms, yeah. silver-tipped spears with mother-of-pearl encrusted shafts. Shields with peacock feathers around the edges. Yes. Like, oh. so it's they, just insane. They have these things instead of knitting needles. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they just they look undefeatable, and they probably are. Probably are. Yeah. Um, oh, also, Glinda the Good, she's carried in a beautiful... Now, I don't know how to say this word. Palanquin? Palanquin? I didn't even write it down, because I just said, it's a carriage. It's, but you know it's those carried carriages by people. Where, like, it's on two bars, and, like, the servants, like, carry, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Cleopatra. Yeah, I was gonna a, say, like, very Egypt. Katy yeah. Perry music video? Right, where she's being Cleopatra. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. It's, Whoa. Like, it's on one of those. Um, and the Scarecrow and the gang, they ride in the gump directly above um, Ozma's chariot. And it's just like this scene, like it's a huge army, a huge. gump flying above them. Queen Oz, Sorceress Ozma being carried on her chariot. It's just giving like Game of Thrones or Narnia. I don't know. But I was thinking Game of Thrones. This yeah. whole book, there's been a war going on this entire book. And this is the first time that I actually feel like. Oh my God! There's a war going on. Yeah, there's like, because this is the only time there's ever been like, there's the one guard who, spoiler, we never hear from again. But like, the guard is there and he gets defeated because he's one person. But mm-hmm. now we have like an actual army going to face another army. This is so insane. it's making the stakes me think are high. of, uh, you know, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Not like, yeah, that 100%. end, that end battle scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much going to be that, except less swordplay. Oh, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Um, insane. But like, so the Scarecrow, he's up in the gump with his friends and he's looking out over the edge. And the Tin Woodman, like, he's like, hey, be careful, sweetie, you're going to fall. And the Wogglebug's like, well, it wouldn't matter if he falls because a Scarecrow who's full of money like that can never be broke. And everyone's like, Where's stop. Tip? Yeah, oh, tip, yeah, no, Tip, tip comes right in. <laughs> what did I tell you about the puns? Yeah, and he's like, oh, shit. Sorry, man. I just couldn't help it. Yeah. Which, ugh, whatever. Everyone's but, mad. <laughs> yeah, everyone's always mad. I just don't know what Tip's damage is. I know. <laughs> but they march all day, and eventually, in the nearing evening, they get to the Emerald City, and it's almost night. So they surround the emerald city they set up these red silk tents glenda has this big white silk tent it's all very luxurious uh and then in the morning ginger is like at the top of the tower and she's like tents are also very narnia to me because they're silk no, just like in Narnia, that was also like the way that their war camp was oh, set up. It was like yes. huge, they got those huge tents. tents. It's like you're right, like, or like mash, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess it's just that what war looks like. 
but yeah somewhere and ginger soldiers the next morning are like hey the city's surrounded and she's freaked out yeah she's just like oh fuck like how big is her army again like like 400 400 but they're not warriors yeah all they have is army all they have is knitting needles yeah Yeah. how much how many people for glinda's army i think bigger than 400 okay i would say bigger than 400 and the fact that they have like armor and spears and swords and shit like they're a well-trained probably like pretty decent sized army and enough to surround the city so ginger sends her soldiers out to like find out why glinda's attacking them and find out what Glinda's demands are. She's like, okay, what 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 are they doing here? Go out there and get rid of them. Uh, so one of Ginger's soldiers goes out to meet with Glinda with a white flag. And uh, she, which the white flag doesn't necessarily denote surrender in this. It just denotes, hey, we're just talking. We're it's, not fighting. Yeah, they go out to parlay. <laughs> yeah. They go out to talk. They're saying, hey, we're not here to fight. Like, we just want to chat. And Glinda's like, you got to hand over Mombi to be my prisoner. And, like, then we won't, like, uh, you know, molest you any further, yeah. basically. And Ginger doesn't like that. because no, she's like stressed. Yeah, she's like, number one, Mombi is my most, like, my most important counselor. Chief counselor. She knows everything. Also, Mombi scares the fuck out of Ginger. She's like, that old lady scares the crap out of me. I don't want to give her like to be taken prisoner. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to give Mombi bad news. She's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. yeah. She's um, yeah, Mombi's scary. A witch, but basically. She is. They, yeah. they tell Mombi what Glinda said, and she's like, mm, no, that's not gonna happen. Let me take care of this. Yeah. So Ginger's like, yeah, okay, like do your thing just make sure we win because i want to be a queen well, i don't want to go home and do chores Mombi literally i don't know where she keeps it it might even say but she looks into this magic mirror that she has oh it's in her pocket it's, it's in her it. pocket yeah. okay yeah and she's like mm, no i can see trouble for both of us in the future like but like if we oh, can, no shit. yeah right <laughs> but she's like if we can just do things my way like the both of us are going to be fine so ginger's like okay that's totally fine yeah so mombi calls on our friend jalea jam oh little jalea <laughs> she works some sort of spell on her so that they take on each other's appearances so jalea yeah. looks they both just like mombi and mombi looks just like jalea oh wow yeah. switch plate oh, they do a little, a little freaky trickster, friday a little yeah. trickster on us freaky friday mombi thinks okay when glenda gets the fake mombi she's just gonna Say, okay, I got what I needed, and now I'm going to go away. But like, what is the plan after that? Yeah, they're just going to come back and tear the place down. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I guess they have me, so now I'll just and how be long does that last? Like, doesn't make any sense. Well, not that long. Um, so Mombi instructs the it's army like of Revolt. juice potion. <laughs> she, <laughs> pretty much, honestly, except it's thwarted, which is why it becomes that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mombi instructs the army to hand Jalea over to Glinda and just send them on back on their way to the South country. Um, and Jalea's taken out to Glenda's army and she like hobbles like an old woman. Cause that's what she's instructed to do. And ginger soldiers are like, here's Mombi go away. And Glenda's like, yeah, if it is Mombi and they're like, oh. it is, but Cause that bitch is all knowing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's suspicious. And the, the guards who take Jalea as Mombi out there, they think that is Mombi. Yeah. They don't they know. Do think they don't know that. the truth. Um, uh, yeah. And they just start to interrogate her, basically. 
Yeah, they take what's her your into birth, the... What's your birthday? What's your social security? <laughs> yeah. Let me see your I- identification. It, yeah, it's a lot Walk of... Walk yeah. a straight line. A lot of that, like, which would be hard questions to answer if you're pretending to be someone. Yeah. But it's like she wasn't briefed at all. Because, I mean, well, they really well, they really just started. I guess and it they're was like, quick. It they're like, quick... what did you do with the Princess Ozma? And, and, she's and like, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know why Glinda was there. Or, like, I mean, like, Mombi and Jin, the, the real yeah, Mombi. Yeah. They're like, okay, they're here asking for Mombi, it's probably because she's a powerful witch who's helping us. Like, so Jalea is just super nervous, super stressed, and she ends up just like breaking Aww. down in tears. She's but just sobbing. She won't. Yeah, she didn't know what she was getting involved in. Well, the th- no. Well, she well, kind she of did. Forced. Mombi said, "I will kill you uh, if you tell them that you're not me, or if you tell them what's going on." So she's just like, "Oh okay. my god, I don't want Mombi to kill me, but I also don't know what the fuck to say to these people." To yeah, like, and will you they know, kill do me? The- yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and she's she's super stressed. She's like, her life is threatened, so she's just sobbing because she doesn't know what they want her to say. Yeah. And Glinda is not a dumbass, so she's like, "Wait." This isn't Mombi. Who are up. you? But because Mombi was like, I will murder you. Like, Jalea's not saying who she is. So then down. Galinda's just like, all right. And she just like swipes her hand to the side. Yeah. And then like Mombi turns back into Mombi's self and Jalea turns back into Jalea's yeah. self. So she like, just she's dissolves just like, no. the spell with some words. Which, hey, do that every time you take a prisoner just to make yeah. sure. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good Is that double, really you? That's just like start good with that. Double like, take. I don't know what it costs. Kind of thing. Start with that. But Glenda is pissed. She's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Like, you give us the real Mombi, or I'm going to actually throw it down and I'm going to like kill you all, basically. Yeah, She's pissed. Fortunately for Ginger and Mombi, they were prepared for this because yeah. obviously, like, Mombi turned back into herself after like 10 minutes. Yeah. So um, she knew. She was like, fuck, Jalea Jam must also be herself. Also, Ozma or not Ozma, Glinda is super powerful. So like, she's gonna fucking yeah. be able to do. So Mombi and Ginger they come up with this little plan, and Ginger <laughs> tells Glinda, "Okay, here's oh, the thing. Oh no, I don't know where Mombi is, but you and all your little friends can come in here and you can search for her. But if you don't find her by sundown, you need to leave." Mm. And Glinda's like. <laughs> Okay, Mombi's in there. Like, let's yeah. go. Because they know they've surrounded the Emerald City. They know she and didn't leave. And you're telling Glenda this, who, from what I've gathered, is pretty smart yeah. and able to figure mm-hmm. some shit out. She has She's spies. a pretty powerful she witch. She knows Absolutely. things. And you know what? I think it's worth noting because Glenda is a fucking powerful woman. She's awesome. She's the most powerful witch in Oz now that the Witch of the East and the Witch of the West have been killed in the That's previous right. book. So she is the most powerful so witch in really Oz. only good witches unless they're... Unless they're street Illegal witches like Mombi. witches? Yeah. yeah, yeah, unless you're doing um, crime That magic. sounds wrong to say but for some like, reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have t-shirts that say street witch. So. <laughs> okay, um, I like street witch better than illegal witch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but Glinda, like, her and her army and her gang of friends march into the city. And you know who's standing right next to Glinda as they march in? Because Glinda should be leading the troops. But she's got Tip standing right next to it. her because she's like, I like this little motherfucker. She's yeah, like, let's go. Tip knows what's let's up. Let's fuck this shit up. <laughs> nine to 11-year-old. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Mombi hides herself, right, Wyatt? Yeah. Yeah, they they look every, like they spend the entire day looking for Mombi, but they can't find her. And L. Frank Baum, the author, just tells us it's because she transformed herself into a rose. She transformed herself into a rose. She's hidden in the like the garden. So like 
obviously like okay well where's the tins woodman because he obviously has something to do with it oh well i'll tell you what oh because of the chapter the chapter name. Name. i was so like oh, how did you know yeah. <laughs> for a minute that actually fucked me up in my notes i'm like you're like this bitch is psychic like quote in my notes i'm reading your notes this, right now <laughs> that would have made sense because in my notes the exact quote is luckily apparently the tin woodman is very fond of flowers, he loves flowers. and he happened to be in the garden so literally yeah. as they're leaving the emerald city like fuck we didn't yeah. find her he just plucks the rose puts it in his buttonhole which he shouldn't even have because he's made of tin but yeah, it why does he have buttons it, it says it's a tin buttonhole though so at least it's still tin and he then he goes to the garden just to pick a rose and then thus they successfully find Mombi without even realizing that they've like exited the city mm. with what they're and they wanted to do and the they tin, go back the tin woodman carries her out of the city yeah and is the, so fucking they funny. think that they've been defeated by her but they have her they have her yeah <laughs> that is so funny honestly i love the tin woodsman and i'd let him literally do anything to me yeah oh my god i know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but i just will <laughs> well it's those buttonholes the tin woodman might <laughs> pluck your rose but chapter 21 the tin woodman plucks a rose <laughs> a and blake what would you call that out of curiosity i would call reason. that chapter how the tin woodman rose to the occasion okay everyone's a where's tip i'm getting mad i'm getting mad i understand where tip is coming from once you hear it enough it's like it changes just stop just stop actually it's enough well that's our episode ladies and gentlemen that is actually where we're gonna cut it off for tonight and next time we will pick up with chapter 22 the transformation of old mombi oz hour created and hosted by blake stone and wyatt swingham Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Clovis. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.